Let's get into it. All right. So today's topic, like, it's something that I've been, like, dealing with throughout the week. That's why I wanted to do it. And it was, like, anxiety. So I was watching uh, Creed 3, and he tackled, like, toxic masculinity and how guys, you know, hold that stuff in. So that's what I've been, like, you feel me? I've been doing. I've been wanting to, you know, go ghost. My phone's on do not disturb, and I just... Being on my own zone, so that's why I wanted to address it. Like my anxiety is being going going crazy this week, and I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to, you know, let it out. But at the same time, it's like, no, nah, I don't open up much. So that's why I felt I I was mad that you guys kept wanting to, you know, change the subject this week because it's like this week is personal, this week is me, and I wanted to focus on that. I wanted to, you know be able to open up about anxiety. What you feel anxious about? It's like when uh, stress comes, I just like to get like overwhelmed. Then my anxiety just starts to build up and it's like I don't I don't show it. But I'll be ready, you know, I'll be mad. I'll be wanting to pop off on somebody but I don't show it. So I just keep it to myself and it just builds up. I think that was like a, def- a deflect answer. That was not answering the question. So it's like defining it. You, yeah, you you didn't say what you what's been going on to get you to your anxiety to come out. What what's been going on? So I'll say this. I've been I've been I've been trying, you know. I'll be doing my thing and then people come to my people be like criticizing me on things that how to do right and I hate like when people come to my tell me what I'm doing wrong. I hate when people, you know, criticize me on things. I want to be perfect in everything I do. And that's what and when I start messing up, that's when my anxiety comes and it takes me. It's like you can't mess up. I can't mess up. I can't do things. I can't do things wrong. I don't have the I'm not allowed to. I'm a perfectionist, and I like to have everything done right in my way. So I've been messing up a lot this week, and it's like, damn, how do I get myself back together? How do I do this? And then my anxiety gets attacking me. It's like, and then it's like, ain't those intrusive thoughts be like, you're not good enough. You're not doing this right. And it's like, so how do I, you know, how do I do things right? How do I get myself back together? And I've been trying to do that by myself, like. I'm not opening up. I got my phone. I'm not disturbed. And it's affected my friendships. It's affected, you know, the people closest to me I felt attacked by me. Because it's like my toxic trait, I guess. We talk about toxic masculinity, right? And how a man should show those emotions. But it's like, as soon as a man shows these emotions, they get shut down. Or they get brushed off. So it's like, we really, we're, people are real hypocrites when they talk about toxic masculinity when they say that. Because it's like a man wants to open up, but then at the same time, y'all brush them off. So it's like, what do what does a man do? How does a man be able to, you know, talk to people like that? Well, I want to say, as far as you being a perfectionist and everything, one thing you got to learn that you're human. You're going to make mistakes. And plus, you're 18. Of course, you're going to make mistakes and stuff. And I don't think you should be so hard on yourself to be perfect all the time. 
and stuff. I understand that you want to, like, you have goals. You want to thrive to do things and stuff. But honestly, I really don't feel like you should be hard on yourself as far as that goes. Because nobody's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And everybody gets where they got to be at their own pace, so it's just like, you know what you got to do. I think when we talk about, when we talk about, like, our issues, we got to, like, I go, I'm very, like, I think about it a lot, and it comes, where does it stem from? Why do I feel this way? And it comes from, you know, being the third child. Is like the third child. I was always the, I was always brushed off. I was always like the joke for the family because I was the youngest. I was the one making all these mistakes, and nobody held me to that standard. So that's why I'm always pushing myself to that standard because no, I didn't have somebody there. I know y'all. I don't know if y'all could relate to that, having somebody there to you know, actually put you in the right path or be there or support you. I don't have that. That's where my toxic masculinity comes through. And it's like, we, ch- we try to address it in real life situations. And it's like, in real life, it's like a joke. It's not like a movie. We really don't care about how a man feels, even being honest. Because it's a man. A man's supposed to do this. I don't know if Andre, you relate to that for being a man. And it's like, it's like, you try to be, you can't open up because you're the standard. You're supposed to ex- be expected. People expect this from you. I I think it's a little bit different for me because I'm gay. So me opening up and I can, I think I could do it a little bit more than you probably could. For you, it probably be looked at as like, oh, you're weak or something like that. And also, I wanted to touch on what you were saying about, like, being that you're, you're the third child. I was the second child. I'm the middle child. And I think for me, I did have somebody telling me, like, be independent, Dre. Um, like, do what you're supposed to do. And I didn't like that. Like, I didn't like that I had to be independent. And my older brother got everything handed to him and and then because my sister is the only girl from my mom it's like that's her baby girl so i'm gonna do everything for her so i had to toughen up and grow up a little bit faster and do things that they didn't have to do so i don't know if like you get what i'm going with it like you you didn't get that i did and i didn't like that I see is like my my experience is being the third child was I was always feel like a joke. Like if I did something, it's like, oh, he was bound to do that. So it's like how I, I, I hold myself I hold myself to that state because I've known I'm very ambitious and I'm very like I want if I see something I, I go I get it and I ground for it. I get it eventually because that's who I am as a person. And it's like those anxiety attacks like coming at me when I start messing up. And that's literally what's been going on. So as and then like 
not only has it just been mentally, but my relationships around me, my friends started like, I started pushing people away. And it's like, my friends call me out and they're, so I have these friends and they cut, they cut me off. Like, I won't say they cut me off, but it's basically what happened. We had an argument, we had a fallout. And it's like, you tell me, I know we, as human, we all have fallouts as friends, but when it's just hard while you're having going through these, it's like, I don't know how to explain it very well. No, I get what you're trying to say. So let me ask you this. Are you okay? <laughs> Mentally, I'm doing like better this today, especially after you call me. You're like, oh, we got you. after that call. I felt way better. Like, I felt relieved in a in a sense of way when you told me that. Oh, I just needed like to talk to you, or even just to push this back a little. It just made my mood a way better. Like that's helped me so much, and it was just a small thing. So yeah, right now mentally I'm better. So I gotta thank I thank you for that because you really pulled me through that, and it was the smallest thing. Welcome. I just think that it kind of like it starts with us. We, I feel like personally with myself, and I was just telling Kay about this, just like with um, asking for help or anything like this, anything like that. I am so stubborn and I don't, my pride is so big. I don't like to ask for anything, anything like I needed help from Kay. So she could help me. Uh, she could, so she could send me some money for the podcast or something for the podcast. And I literally sat on a message for like 15 minutes because I didn't want to send it to her because I just don't like people thinking that I need help. But when you have good people in your corner, people that you can trust, people that you know will help you, try their best to help you, you shouldn't be afraid or uh prideful to ask for help or to ask to talk anything like that and i think that's a reason why i don't want to say that's a reason why your friends or whoever might not like want to mess with you because for me it could be like i'm thinking about like me putting myself in their shoes it could be like a slap in the face because why you feel like you can't come to me or why you feel like like we're supposed to be cool you tell me everything else you tell me when you're doing good why you can't tell me when you're doing bad why you can't talk to me when you need help you know just like i'm looking at it from that standpoint too and then i seen something i'll be seeing little different signs and then when i be on social media i think i have like a good side of social media because i'll be seeing inspirational stuff and i'll be trying to send it to y'all here and there when i see it i seen um this post it said fold your ego Fold your ego and I'll bet you fly. Put you no know, fold your ego to a paper plane and I bet you fly. And a lot of people need to hear that because a lot of people is very prideful. The egos uh just won't let allow you to do certain things. And I think like it literally starts with us being able to talk to each other and hear whatever, here's what we want to hear and hear what we don't want to hear too. Because a lot of times people don't want to hear what they don't want to hear they want to hear only what they want to hear and that comes down to um 
constructive criticism. And that's something that I struggle with. And I try to like, like now I'm trying to like hear people out and see where you're going with it. It was at one point where a person would come to me about something and I stopped them. Like, what you mean I'm doing this wrong? What you mean? Like, face tooted up because I'm not trying to comprehend and, and communicate like you're supposed to as human beings. I'm just like, damn, okay, you coming for me. And it don't be like that. Sometimes people really be looking out for you. And some people be trying to, like, get you before you fall for real. Like, before you fall flat on your face, they be trying to help you. And I think, again, going back to it starts with us. Like, we have to open up, it's at least to the ones that, you know, is solid. So this is like, this might sound like misogynistic, but I don't that I don't like when a woman sees me like this. She's been so to like Jasmine and KP, like it's uncomfortable for me to see that for them to see me like as weak as I as I'm like expressing my feelings because I was like, oh wow, man, shouldn't be like that. Again, back to the top shit, that's the interview. A man shouldn't do that in front of a woman. He should be strong. Always. So I just want to know, like, what's your opinion on that? I don't think but you should feel no type of nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with expressing yourself and showing your feelings. And it's, for me, it's all about, like, how you do it. Not saying that it's the right way and the wrong way for a man to express his feelings, but if you just like pop up out the blue and just let's just say for example just that me and you dating and i just been doing something that you don't like that is like piss you off and it's like nagging you to an extreme but you never told me this you just dealt with it and then one day you just like go crazy but you're expressing yourself telling me that Oh, I don't like that you do this. You've been doing it for this amount of time and I never said nothing, but it it done got to a certain point. I can't take it no more. Now if you just if you explode and go about it that way, I'm gonna be looking at you kinda of crazy because you should have been told me that that's how you was feeling when you felt it at that moment. So Barry, for you and just like your age group. What is some traits like you see? What what's what do you think toxic masculinity is? I um I guess it's the same way he explained it, but when he, I will say the only way to break the toxic masculinity if you actually like open up and you start doing the stuff that you think is toxic masculinity to break it, so you won't have that like. When you do it, you won't think it's to- toxic masculinity or you it, it won't be seen as toxic masculinity if you do it more often and you, like, put yourself out there, you know, to break it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, starts, it, it starts with you, I guess. You just have to change your ways and change how you think of things. Yeah, that's true because the fact that it's titled... Toxic masculinity is crazy, man. Why can't it just be masculine? So, 
My form of it was I was about to go ghost. Like I was just about to just forget everybody, come back home, do not disturb, and you know, just never talk to them again. So that was like that was my thing. That was when I caught myself. I'm like, no, I can't do that. I gotta open up. I gotta talk to somebody that will understand. That will probably like hear me out. So I guess that's when I caught myself trying to like step away from that because that's what I normally do. I just break everybody else before I break down. So nobody gets to see that side of me. I was going to say I don't think you should feel no type of way about sharing your emotions in front of me and Kay or whatever. Especially because since, you know, a few weeks ago, I had my little moment and stuff. And you're better than me because, child, I couldn't even make it through the damn podcast for it. So I feel like, I don't know. Because I but think, like, I kind of... It's huh? like, as, as a human... Male or female, you should be able to express yourself regardless without feeling like, oh, I'm a man, so I shouldn't be acting this way or expressing myself this way. Oh, I'm a grown woman, I shouldn't be expressing myself like a little kid. I should be able to express myself better. Like, to each of them. That's just like with grieving. Everybody grieves differently, so everybody's going to show their emotions differently. So nobody should be getting judged about. You have to look at it as you have to look at it too. Like when you when you grow up, you see things and you see what's the norm and what's not the norm. So when you've grown up and you've never seen your dad cry, you've never seen your dad show any other emotion, uh, like sad emotion or anything like that, you've never seen that, then you just grow up to thinking that you're not supposed to do it either. So I think it starts with fathers being able to teach their sons, like it's okay to cry. It's okay to have a bad day and need to talk about it. That's the thing, like people, be going through things, males be going through things and they feel like they just cannot talk about it because that's something that that's that's something that they've learned or been taught to keep it in. And it's hard to break that. And no matter how like long you keep it in, eventually it is gonna come out in like the worst way possible. So it's easier to just rip it off like a band-aid. Justin, do you feel like you had that relationship with your dad where you feel like you can go to him and be vulnerable? No. No, is that I don't even have a, I don't have a relationship with anybody. So it's like I try to I try to build it with my brothers and my brothers are the same like me. The whole thing's in. You know, talk about it. We'd rather hold a grudge and let our relationship ruin than talk about it. And that's like toxic masculinity and it's so I have that, that I have a relationship like that with my brothers, and I'm trying to like you know break it. I'm trying to like talk to them, have a good conversation with them. But not so long ago, we had a conversation where we actually talked with my uncle. It was me, my uncle, and my brothers. Where we went down to the root of why we are like how we are, 
and it's basically us not talking to each other in the sense of love. Like, we don't say, I love you. We don't hug each other. We don't even say you're born to each other. It's just high and that's it. You feel me? So it's a norm in our house to be, to be like, no experience. No love to other guys. I understand that. I I just recently um went on a trip with my big sister and we did the the trip did wasn't as good as it was supposed to be. And I guess my toxic masculinity was like, okay, I'm not finna talk to her no more, blah, blah, blah. And today, even though I'm pretty sure she she felt like how I was feeling too because people are not stupid. They they know what's going on whether you say something or not. They know what's going on. Hello. Today, she sent me. She was at like some sort of um, um, convention where the people was talking, and in the videos that she sent me, they was talking about um, podcasters and. If you have a studio or if you're a first time podcaster, you just you just trying to make it And like, even though she really, 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 really pissed me off. And she know that and I probably really pissed her off, too, because just I have feelings and she has feelings and her feelings are valid and my feelings are valid. She still sent me that stuff and that made me feel good, like. You know, she even though we was at odds with our relationship, she sent me that stuff and she didn't have to. She could have kept that information for her or did whatever she wanted to do with the information, but she still sent it to me. So it just be like, damn, like the love is there. The love is never disconnect, but I don't know. Like, you know how you have to find how to deal with a person. And I guess that's where we're struggling with how to really deal with each other and tolerate each other. Be a, but I mean, it's not even like we bicker or anything like that because I'm not getting into no argument with nobody. I'm not doing it. Like, I, I, I'm on, like, let me not lie. I'll get into an argument here and there. If if you push the right buttons, buttons I'm going to get into an argument. But I'm not getting into an argument with her. It's just certain things. But she sent me that shit. So it was just like, I don't know. It, it makes me want to lock in even more. But it just like, just me being so sheltered and me being all, my mom, she can, she can, she can tell me if I'm lying right here. My mom kept us in a, bog, a box all our lives. Like, literally safety vests around our bodies. And any little thing that a person does that's not within that comfort zone, I'm like, my eyes are like lit up, like I'm scared. I'm I'm I feel like I'm in a um an unknown environment. And I feel I feel like that's because our mom has kept such a like safety net around us when I do go out and experience life. And even if even if it is a little crazy. It messes up my whole time because I'm like, 
I'm not even like, okay, let's just, let me vibe, let me chill. I'm just, I don't want to do nothing. I just be in a box, I feel. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but <laughs> I just felt like I needed to say that. And I think a lot of times when we do talk, sometimes I be I be saying certain things because, and you probably say something, certain things, everybody need, probably say certain things because when you talk about something, it helps you get through it. I don't want to always be in a box. I don't want to always be in a safety net to where I feel like I cannot go out and, and have a good time and do certain things because I'm afraid. Like a friend of mine invited me to this event where he ended up meeting some of the greatest Atlanta known well, worldwide, but Atlanta, Atlanta, because they're a trailblazer in the city. He met a couple of trailblazers and he, I was supposed to go, but I'm scared because I don't want nobody to say anything about my insecurity and I'm in an environment that I'm not used to. I'm used to being home. I'm not used to going out. I'm not used to doing anything. And I don't have a lot of people to just do stuff with. So it really be like, damn, either I'm finna do this shit by myself or I'm never gonna be special in life. I'm never gonna be, like Justin said, what did you do to be special? Like, I've been really around here thinking like, yeah, I missed the getting to it. But what am I doing? What am I getting into? Like, what am I doing? So I'm just saying that just to say, like, talk about it. Talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk about it. And you're not weak, you're Justin, for think about your emotions. Well, we need to start a hotline. Uh, but no, yeah, I think you just you just have to talk about it. Even just talking about it, I feel like the more you talk about it, the better you're gonna get. Like the next time he called me and tell me, "Oh, Dre, you want to go to this red carpet?" I'm going. No questions asked. I need to really live up to my name. I'm Mister Get Into It, and I'll be getting into nothing. I was basically asking you if you just had like a safe space where you feel like you could talk to people and really fully unfilteredly get your emotions out. No, I don't know if I'm filterly no. over. You said no. Uh, like what I do when I suffer like some type of way, I just I tell my I, I'm literally my own best friend. I tell myself, I got this, or like I'm gonna get through this, or oh, this just God testing me. That's what I say to myself. And I just get through the day, get through the week, just telling myself that. So I really don't talk to people in that that way. I just tell them, I just tell myself, oh, I got this. Oh, I'm the best. Like, I'm, I'm like a little insane, I want to say, because 
I would go to the mirror and just talk to myself. You were saying? Yeah, because I would talk to myself, just look at the mirror and just scream at myself, talking about, I'm the best. I got this. I'm great. That's affirmations. So, yeah, that's literally what I do to keep myself good. Why would you say that you're insane? You're not insane. Uh, because it's like, nope, the things I do is not is not normal in a way. I do that. I talk to myself in the mirror all the time. <clears throat> well, I have a suggestion. If I kiss can, myself in the mirror. All you can text yourself, you know, you can text yourself, send a message to yourself, or write it down in your notes how you feel. So you won't hold it on your chest. You can get it out. Even though it won't be to a person, it'll be to yourself. It'll, it's just you letting it go. It helps. But you know what? And another thing, like, <clears throat> a few weeks ago, I couldn't go to Jasmine and tell her anything because we were just getting to know each other. But now I could tell her anything. And Kay, hands down, if the house about to be on fire, I'm finna call Kay and tell her what what I what should I do? Like I, I need to season some chicken. You gonna what should I put on it? I could I could tell Kay anything. So I feel like with us doing a podcast, this is not only for us to talk to each other on a Thursday at ten o'clock, and that's it. You can you like I told you today. Speak up if you knew that you and I knew you were at work the last one, so that's why I was like, let me call him and see if he's at work. If there's anything that, and I feel like I'm above my time, like I'm a pastor, I got advice for every goddamn thing. Like you could, you could call. The way you said pastor. pastor and cursed in the same sentence is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you could call and you can, you can ask, ask away, and I'll be able to tell you at least try to steer you in the right direction. I would never, and I'm going to always tell you where you're wrong at. I want you to tell me where I'm wrong at. Sometimes. Most, but <laughs> you, this this right here is, is a brothership, a sistership, all of that. Like, we get on each other's nerves, I'm pretty sure. If we get on each other's nerves, we talk to each other, we can tell each other, I mean, you. I guess you just have to get comfortable but that's why when I be when I be talking to Kate, I be like, and I know that it's not comfortable, obviously, because y'all haven't yet to do it. But I'll be like, I promise you, I'll be like this. I'll be like, Kate, text Justin and, and talk to him or ask him about something about the podcast. And I'll be trying to like let it start like that and then work its way. When you told me that? I've told you that before. And Jasmine, I've told you that before too. Ooh. I've told you to text somebody or I'll or <laughs> I'll call or I'll just call or I'll be on the phone with Leigh and Jasmine only. Or I'll be on the phone with uh um, Don't Kay. say me because you don't be on the phone with me and nobody. That's it. <laughs> I've called you before while if I was you, on, who who was on the phone with? Jasmine. When? We did that. Us three? Mm-hmm. Go through your call. Log. Oh, it was oh no, it was it was me, Justin, and Jasmine. And then it was me, Jasmine, and Lay. Yeah, it was not me and nobody, because I don't remember that. But y'all need to lock in too because y'all in the same 
y'all in the same I wouldn't say city, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Y'all, y'all the same vicinity. Yeah, so don't nobody be talking outside the podcast. <laughs> and, uh, because I talk to I talk to all of y'all outside. Well, I don't talk too much to Justin outside of the podcast. I'm gonna do my rounds though. For real. Because I need to be I need to make sure the mental health is intact. Because it's, it's bigger than the, just the podcast. That is true. Because when I was going through my little situation, Drake was very much checking up on me. Very much. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't man. know if I thanked you, but thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I honestly, I honestly want to see us win. I want to see us win outside of the podcast. Whether it's K being able to style Beyonce or whoever K, let me hide in your bag. Let me hide in your 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 bag, girl. Whoever head K want to touch, I pray that she touched that person's head. (laughs) That'll be the day me and KK have our solo conversation, and she do Beyonce. (laughs) Decline. You declining Beyonce? No. She declining. I'm me. declining her call. Oh, oh, I was about to say. So just just stuff like that. I want to see everybody win. So we have to lock in for real, for real, because we're a team. So. Locked in tight like a booty. All in this together. Mm-hmm. I don't know the words. Did we get into it? Did we get into it? I think we got into it. Talk to your people. Tell your people how you're feeling. Yeah, doesn't don't be scared. Don't feel like I wish I had a um a speaker so that I could yell in it. If we could put out a public service announcement to tell these folks, Mm -hmm. talk to people. Don't feel like you're not a man, Justin, when you express your feelings. Because I feel like I'm talking to, I feel like I'm a governor talking to my community, telling y'all to talk to y'all's people. Well, well, you you could say just the first lady. Hello. Yeah. The first lady coming to tell you live in effect, talk to your people, talk to your peers. All right, y'all. Did we get into it? Did we get into it? Did we get into it? We definitely got into it, child. We got into it. <laughs> <laughs>